Um, so I'm going to pray, and then Katie's going to come up, and she's going to read from the Bible for us. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your word in the Bible. Thank you that you inspired these men to write down your words so that we can read them, so that we can understand what your son did for us on the cross. Please help us to look to you tonight uh, to cast all our anxieties and all our worries on you and just learn what you want us to learn. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Katie. Cool. So we are reading from Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 to 34. Let's read. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food, and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. And are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will not he much more clothe you, O you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Hey guys. Hello. Can you hear me all right? Okay, I'm going to pray again. Um, so if you'd like to join me in prayer, that would be great. Um, Heavenly Father, we pray that as we open um, your word in Matthew tonight and as we learn about um, the life of Jesus and the things that he told his people, Lord, we pray that we would have open hearts and open ears to hear your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, in 1988, well before you guys were around, a song was released, which you guys won't know, obviously, um, but you might have heard it in that really weird movie, Flushed Away with the um, rats and mice and sewers and things. The song's called Don't Worry, Be Happy. It's got this really kind of relaxed feeling to it. It's got a really relaxed feeling to it. You going to stop? Thanks. And it's got someone whistling and someone singing, and the song's called Don't Worry, Be Happy. But when you think about it, that's actually pretty awful life advice. Like, just ignore your problems. They're not there. Don't worry. Be happy. Just ignore them. Think good thoughts. More recently, a song that you guys might know, which came out in 2021 by Olivia Rodrigo, is called Brutal. And in this song, she says, I don't stick up for myself. I'm anxious and nothing can help. Now, this song was very popular, probably because a lot of people related to this feeling, a feeling of anxiety about the world. Now, this year, we've all probably worried a lot more, 
because of COVID. And we've probably, if you're anything like me, have worried about things that we've never had to worry about before. Like if we've got clean masks at home or if your phone battery can last enough so you can just sign into that QR thing at Big W and get what you need. Well, that's just me. But more seriously, right, we've probably worried about other things about COVID, like how it will affect our studies, how it will affect our future, how it will affect our holidays or our other plans. And today, as we just heard from Matthew 6, we're going to be talking about worry or anxiety. And the sad thing is, the world doesn't actually have a good answer with what to do with worry or anxiety. But the good news is that Jesus does. Now, I just want to mention one thing before we get into the rest of this passage, is that there may be people in this room who are are experiencing a very severe form of anxiety, and it's very distressing to them. In periods of my own life, I've been through that and had panic attacks, and it's really awful and horrendous. And so if that's you guys tonight, I'd encourage you, speak to a friend, talk to a leader. We'd love to put you in touch with some people who might be able to help you. Um, We really want to care for you in that way. So, anxiety is overall kind of a result of the brokenness of our world. But sometimes where exactly it comes from is difficult to determine. For some people, anxiety is very much a thing in their body where their heart is racing and their breathing gets really fast. For other people, there is also anxiety which is a part of our own kind of sinful response to the world where we don't trust God to provide for us. And so we need to reflect and figure out maybe the difference between those in our own hearts. So, our passage today, if we can get it back up on the screen, starts with a therefore. And so a top Bible reading tip is when you're ever reading the Bible and a therefore comes up, you should always ask, what is the therefore, therefore? So to fill you guys in, Jesus, just prior to this passage, he'd been talking about money. He'd been talking about storing up treasures in heaven and not in this earth. And he was saying that we can't serve both God and money. So in light of all that, we're now going to come to our first point of tonight, which is that worry makes us focus on material things. Have a look at verse 25. It says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes? Worry is that feeling of being torn in different directions. When you're doing something, but your mind's over here, it's that nervousness that anxiety, that horrible feeling. But Jesus says here, do not worry about your life, about material things, what you should eat, what you should drink, what you should wear. But he's going to give us some reasons why we should do that in the next few verses. Now, most of us here probably haven't actually worried about where these things will come from, come from food or um, drink or clothing. But it's also pointing to the future. Jesus is saying, don't worry about in the future In the next 10 years, what you will eat, what you will drink, how you will get clothing. In the next 50 years, don't worry about those things in the future. Your life is more than material stuff. You don't have to worry about it. So that brings us to our second point. Worry is doubting that God will provide for us. And Jesus is going to give us two examples of how we can know that we can trust God. The first one is in verse 26. It says, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? Of course not. So Jesus is saying here that our heavenly Father feeds the birds, and birds can't store up food. 
they live day to day. They can't do a late night Macca's run. They can't put food in their fridges. And yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable are you guys than birds to God? So Jesus isn't saying here that you should sit back and never work or never save money. They are responsible and good things to do. But he's saying if God takes care of the birds who can't store food, how much more will he take care of those who can? The second example is from the flowers, starting in verse 28. And it says, Why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that's how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Now, I think this one, that kind of worry about clothing, is something that we might have experienced a bit more. We certainly worry about whether our clothing is trendy, whether it's in, whether it makes certain features look good. But Jesus is saying, don't worry about that stuff. Don't worry about your clothing. God makes every flower stunningly beautiful. And most flowers are here today and gone tomorrow. But you are eternal if you trust in God. Flowers cannot make themselves a certain colour or change their shape. Yet they're more beautiful than Solomon, God says, or Jesus says. And Solomon was a king over Israel and he probably had heaps of beautiful robes because he was a very rich king. So if God does that for flowers that are temporary, how much more will he provide clothing for you, someone who lives eternally? So that brings us to our third point for tonight, and that's that worry makes us no different to the world. Have a look at verse 31 and 32. Jesus says, So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans, people who don't know God, run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. So let me ask you guys a question. Scott Morrison, our Prime Minister, he has two daughters. And if you didn't know like me, I googled it this week, their names are Lily and Abby. So Lily and Abby Morrison. Now, do you think that Lily and Abby Morrison, Scott Morrison, our Prime Minister's children, worry about if there'll be enough food on the dinner table each night? Of course not, right? They have a powerful and loving Heavenly Father who could probably put them on a private jet and fly them anywhere in the world to get any meal if they wanted. It wouldn't be acknowledging who their father is if they worried about that. In the same way, we have a powerful and loving Heavenly Father who provides for our every need. And when we worry, we fail to acknowledge who our Heavenly Father is. We deny His power, we deny His love, we deny his wisdom, we deny his care, we deny that he has a good plan for our life when we worry. Worry is unworthy of the children of the king. Worry is unworthy of the children of the king. People who don't know God should be worried about the things of this life, but not for us. Christians have a different time frame. When we see things in light of eternity, in 60,000 years from now, in millions of years from now, we'll look back on this moment and laugh about the things that we were concerned about. If you have put your trust in God, if you have a relationship with Jesus, and that might not be everyone in this room, if you've done that, 
then you have a heavenly father who will provide for your every need. But here's the catch, to live a godly life. Now what you think you need to live a godly life and what God thinks you need to live a godly life may be two different things. You might think you need a beach house and a million dollars and God might have a different plan. And so guys, this brings us back to our first point, that life is more than material things. God doesn't promise that following him will be easy and painless. God doesn't promise that you'll have three kids and get married and live in a nice house and have a good job. God doesn't promise that you'll be healthy and wealthy your whole life. But he does promise that he'll give you everything you need in every moment to glorify him, to serve him. And that's the point of the Christian life. And it will give you more joy than any technology or any pleasure or any relationship can give you in this life. Sometimes there are things that we need to experience in our life that are painful. Kind of like a father or mother who has an infant and takes them to the doctor to get a needle. The child doesn't understand what the needle is. They just experience pain. But the loving parents are doing it for an important reason. So how does this change your life? Well, if you're a Christian, look at the non-Christians around you. We shouldn't be worried about the same things as they are. We shouldn't be worried about our marks at school or the ATAR we'll get or the job we'll have in the future or the relationships we want because life is more than these things. As one of my favourite hymns of all time says, the things of earth grow strangely dim in the light of Jesus' glory and grace. So where does that leave us? What do we do with our worry? How do you deal with it? Will you get your priorities in the right order? What should you do first in your life? Well, it's going to come up in the next verse, verse 33. Jesus says, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. If you seek after God's kingdom and the things that he cares about, the growth of the gospel, the spread of his church, loving your neighbour, fighting sin, growing in holiness, then your earthly worries will suddenly become a bit smaller. They're going to fade. The problem is we worry first about everything else in our lives. We lose our focus on Jesus' kingdom. And this is hard, guys. I'm not saying it's easy. This is something that I have to wrestle with daily. We have to wage war against our worry. It's a fight. It's a spiritual battle. So don't seek first popularity or technology or relationships or happiness, but seek first the kingdom, Jesus says, and you'll get what? All these things will be added to you as well the food, the clothing, um, things to eat and drink. Those things will be given to you in this life and the life to come. The final verse in the passage is one that I think is really good advice, and I love it. It says, Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. I love that Jesus admits that Life is hard. It's not easy. It's a struggle. But he says, just focus on today. We spend so much time worrying about things that might or might not happen that we lose the blessings God has given us in the moment. Just look around. Look at the people around you. We are back meeting together, face to face. How amazing is that after a few months separated? 
That's a blessing. But sometimes we can't even realise that because we're so caught up with tomorrow. God loves you and he is a good God, which means you can trust him. And you can know that because he sent his son to die for you. And if he would do that for you, imagine what else he would do for you in the rest of your life. We want to invite you guys, if you are not a Christian here, to investigate Jesus, to ask questions, ask your leaders. We want you to have places to do that here, and it's okay. And for the rest of you who have put your trust in Jesus, the burdens that you carry on your shoulders, the worries, the fears, the anxieties, give them to God. Take them off your shoulders and put them on his. He cares for you. The world's answer to anxiety and worry is, don't worry, be happy. Nothing can help it. But the Christian's answer is, don't worry. I've got a Father in heaven who loves me and will give me everything I need to live a godly life. Even death won't separate me from his love. Let's pray that we can do that. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are a loving Father who knows every need. You know everyone's hearts in this room tonight, Lord. And so we pray that you would give us the strength to give our worries over to you. Help us to trust you. Help us to trust that you will provide us what we need to live a godly life. We pray for peace, Lord. We pray for calm in our hearts. And we pray that you would bless our discussion shortly. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.